on this episode, Wahoo Wahoo Univ Virginia. Give me the green light. Give me just one night. I'm ready to go right now. I'm ready to go right now. I'm ready to go. Welcome, everybody, to episode 40 of the Green Light Podcast. Apologize for the delay. Ian has been drinking and celebrating for the past two weeks. Well, I apologize for the entry, uh, the, ent- the intro to the podcast this episode. Ian, the floor is yours. Enjoy yourself. You deserve it. Uh, forget Tiger. Tiger is not the biggest comeback because you can't come back if you're already the GOAT, right? So he's just the GOAT. That's it. He just won again. Uh, but this is by, to me, one of the greatest comebacks of all time to, lo- to make history each year twice in a row for doing two radically different things is, um, I mean... Wild testament to mental toughness and Tony Bennett and everybody on the team. I mean, absurd. We're so, sitting here. Happy for you. It is April eighteenth, two thousand nineteen. National championship was a week and a half ago, and as a Virginia fan, it still doesn't feel real to be honest. A year ago today, you were in a dark place, dude. More than a year <laughs> and like three weeks yeah, ago, we didn't even get close to this weekend. <laughs> That's but true. That's true. Um, I mean, the way that this team, like, if if you had set the stage that this team was going to come back before last time we recorded was before even the Sweet Sixteen, yep. so had a comeback tight Gatler Rock fight against Oregon. Yep. they barely pulled out. The most improbable, I I still think that. The Purdue game was the most improbable the pass, the pass win of all of them, um, most likely. Um, I'll dive in that more. And then another come from behind win against Auburn, and then another come from behind win against Texas Tech. Um, yeah, you guys were losing basically every game. Yeah, like at some point, like late in stretch, yeah. and like the and fact you started, too, the, you started the tournament off losing. Yeah, no, and think and, about that. And multiple situations against Purdue and Texas Tech, where it was a two point game. And or whatever it is, and they fouled to then hopefully just extend the game. They get lucky, missed a free throw on each end, then they turn that into something. And I mean, the fact that it, all the break—I mean, I'm 26 years old. Um, all the breaks that I've had, or no, the the breaks I haven't gotten in 26 years, all happened. All, all came back right there. It's all part of it. I mean, it's pretty. The, I think the coolest thing for me, and, and this was. I ended up when we were in Louisville for the Sweet 16. I ended up staying. I was at the team hotel with all the families, all the alums, to see Ralph Sampson there, to see uh, Barry Parkhill, to see at the coolest thing. And then when you get to the Final Four, you've got Roger Mason, you've got Sean Singletary, you've got Joe Harris, Malcolm Brogdon, all, literally all of my heroes all in one place um, to celebrate something that I didn't know I would, if I would ever see happen. Um, was was pretty unbelievable for me. So I'm I'm still riding on cloud nine. Um, pretty surreal experience, and um, the fact too, like I, the only senior on the team was Jack Salt. Obviously, a bunch of guys have now declared. They're not all coming back, um, but I, Tony built the program. I believe the right way. It's culminating. I think no one can take anything away from him now uh, where everyone it was always the same with Jay Wright I don't Wright. think you could have e- even last year that no was but it's always like so you can't get it was the same yeah, with Jay Wright it was, it was like you can't get over the hump you can't get over can't the hump, over the hump. I and then even I was happy just getting to a final four I was like you know what whatever result happens happens I was yep. going in the Auburn game content 
And then I got into the mix again. I was like, I really want to win this. Like, yep. once you're in it, you want to win it. And yep. then same with Texas Tech. Um, pretty unbelievable experience. Texas and Tech isn't going anywhere, by the way. Dude. But keep going. No, I was just going to say, Texas, like, all across the world, Auburn, Texas Tech, both those teams played very, very, very Chris well. Beard's defensive strategy and scheme is truly – what's amazing is that it was basically the two best defensive teams in the country, and they both teams did it two different ways. They had some similar uh, similarities for sure, yep. but if you go – I mean, you can go anywhere, YouTube, Google. I mean, just Google it and do some research and watch some videos. The defensive scheme that Chris Beard has, Texas Tech, basically – Anyone they at all cost avoid middle. Yes. Like they will give up anything, anything. before they yep. give a middle. Exactly. And at you know we always teach like butt to the baseline and ball you man and make sure you can see your guy. They do not. Uh-uh. They recklessly abandon, turn their backs to their guys. They don't care. They all come and help and make you make a crazy pass. The and pass of the can- tournament. <laughs> the pass of the freaking tournament was got or no to Kyle guy from Ty Jerome to the corner. No, it was it was to DeAndre Hunter. DeAndre Hunter hit the one against Texas Tech to the corner. Oh, really? It was DeAndre in the corner. DeAndre hit two massive threes. I mean, it was off the dribble. The one, one so the one when they were down three, down three, because it was they were calling like DeAndre's corner. Got fouled on. That was that was that was the Auburn game. Kyle got fouled in the the other other corner. This was DeAndre right in front of the Virginia bench, and Ty could have had like a layup basically, where it's like, all right, take the layup, maybe foul to again. Instead, they both overhelp on Ty. He swings it. But basically their philosophy is exactly. college players can't make that pass. Yeah. So good luck. And for, for 30 of their 31 games, how many games they played? Yeah. They're right. No, they're 100% they can't. right. And they just they ran into and somebody they, they had, could. If they had gotten DeAndre Hunter in the first three games, of the ter- five oh. games of that tournament, he probably great. wouldn't have made that shot. And then he just great. literally, though, I mean, when it mattered most, he locked up Jared Culver. I mean, Jared Culver still had it, but I think he held him like 5 of 20 from the field. Um, he had what twenty two points, I believe it was, in the second half in overtime. He had massive threes, um, but no, no. I mean, all the credit in the world, Texas Tech. Obviously, Auburn. I mean, I want to be on the record saying yes. Tech by technicality, that was a double dribble. I tied your own in the dribble. heat of the moment or in action, being in I'm the arena too. Good being, man, being in the action, yeah, and everyone know, in that stadium. You no one had it. any idea what they were talking. About. Even the yeah. Auburn fans. So yeah. Auburn fans were directly across. No one it was calling. Like no one was calling for a double dribble. I didn't even realize what people were talking about. Everyone's texting me. It was a double dribble, though. It was a double dribble, though. And they didn't show a replay because it just looked like in the. He if you're watching it. it in real time and quick action, you're expecting a foul. You're not expecting, and and, and then he just dribbles it off his foot. It looks like. And so, yes, uh, if you want to go involved. by technicality, Luck I told the guy involved. on the subway as I was leaving, the Auburn fan, if it makes you happy, put up the banner and put an asterisk on it. I don't care. You can If no, Auburn no, wants no, to crown themselves, not, that's not if Auburn wants to crown worthy. themselves because they lost on a double dribble missed call, go for it. But the foul was a foul. The Which foul one? on Kyle. He, he wins the three. The three was oh, a, yeah, foul, it's a foul. But it was also a double dribble. So I think there you, go. you can't be mad about both. You can be mad about the double dribble. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they found a way to win. And uh, I mean, I mean, they played both. It was games. a great Texas final Tech, four. Yeah, great it was a final, great final four. four. I mean, uh, you got to feel for Izzo a little bit. I mean, he finally gets past Coach K. Finally, by the way, that game. I mean, I was heartbroken for days. Zion wins five out of five. And see, I came. He I, literally yeah. cleans house. Um, I barely got to watch. I was driving home from Louisville oh. uh, while that game was on, and I was listening on the radio. Just um, brutal. Uh, yeah, brutal. But. Um, 
regardless, you know, he finally gets past his, his nemesis here, that he was 1 for 11 or 1 for 12 against all time, so now he's 2 for 12. Um, finally gets past him and then just can't get it done. And somebody tweeted or wrote about kind of he's now kind of getting known for getting there and losing, which is sad because he won so early. He did. You know, it's weird, like, it, you know, if he would have won one even in the last five to eight years, I think his story is even different. Like, he won early in his career to the point where he kind of got put on legendary status. Yep. Not, you know, they I guess what, 2000? Is that yeah, with Mateen Cleaves? No, two. Because 01 was Duke, 02 was, Duke. was Maryland. Yeah, so it had to be right. 2000. 2000 right? is correct. 99 is um, UConn, unfortunately. It's crazy. But, I mean, if you look at it, I mean, he's still he's still one of the, the great. I, I think. No, he is. Of course. So, yeah. active coaches right now with championships Bayheim at 70, he's 74 years old. Coach K at 72. Roy Williams, 68. Tubby Smith is kind of you know, the only outlier of this group, 67. Tom Izzo, 64. Cal Perry, 60. Jay Wright's, 57. Bill Self's, 56. Tony, Tony Bennett's, 49. So, like, as, gr- as many great young coaches there are in the game, yeah. it's still, like, those, are the, those, those guys. Those are the guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Granted, Tubby Smith's at high point right now, but, like, that's those still it's still Kentucky. But, like, that's it. That's, I mean, he's so he was so he's 64 now. That was 19 years ago. So he won it. Wild. Yeah, he's six. So I mean, he won it basically around the same time that Bennett did. Think how long Izzo's been around. That's how long Tony's going to be around. That's how hard it is, though. I think think that's what people don't understand. All right, Virginia gets it done. Yeah, congratulations to Ian. Let's go to the very, very early top twenty-five for next year. We just want to run through it. Obviously, things have already changed. Exactly, from what we'll bring up people some have, from it. Yeah, yeah. Pe- from what people have, you know, put out. Uh, Michigan State is the number one here. I mean, this is just going. You know, there's a Assuming bunch of articles, but this is back. yeah, this is Lose McQuaid and Kenny Goins. Yeah, freaking Kenny Goins. I can't believe he hit that three. Literally beat Duke. Um, they need Winston to come back. If not, they. M- it's they're way back in the ten or they're like fifteen. You know they may. I mean, fall he makes out of the them top go. 10. Yeah, like, yeah, I haven't watched Michigan State that much, but I mean he is. I, I think one shine podcast is a, the Kimba candidate, the guy that can like put a team on his back, like mm-hmm. makes everything go. Like he's he makes them go, and so yeah, they 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 get Rocket Watts, who I believe is like a point. He's the kid that's at Spire with the ball kid, which yep, is a yep, big yep. time recruit. They get another card, but if they don't have cashes, that it changes nah, the, the it changes treasury. the whole dynamic. Um, number two would be Marquette. Now that's, that's coming changing. to a grinding hall. Well, I, I guess we could just talk about yeah, it now, we'll talk about the, the Hauser brothers leaving. You know, the older one, it, that's not like crazy. I mean, he has got one year, but the younger one's a little. What and and what you do? You think that's just like I older think it's brother the opposite. Telling? I think it's the, I think the opposite. I think what? because this will be the best team that Marquette will have had, yeah, and he's got one year. Be? So like, why would you? Leave? Unless like they say the front runners like Virginia, Michigan State, or like two of the teams in there, I and Wisconsin. Yeah, and yeah, Wisconsin, yeah. but if you projected like one of the best teams Marquette has had, because they didn't even make the tournament last year, I know they're they a great made it this year. They made it this year as a four seed. As soon as and they say it wasn't because of Marcus Howard, but as soon as Marcus Howard decides to come back, then you announce you're leaving. So is that are you just unhappy mm. with your, the playing style? Are you unhappy with Wojo? Are you unhappy because they're from Wisconsin? Like they're close to home. Like it's not like going to Wis- transferring to Wisconsin would like be like getting them closer to home. The one thing that's going to be weird is they both are going to have to sit out. Um, they're not going to be able to get a waiver. So he's the oldest one. Um, is well, did you know that? Did you know you I have to this sit is, one to play one and this, then sit one to play three? For, yeah, which for is, Sam. Yeah, this is my East Coast bias Joey. talking. But did you know that Marquette and Wisconsin have somewhat of a rivalry? 
Yeah, I mean, they're like the only two schools in Wisconsin, right? I know, but like... I mean, I guess. yeah. In I mean, bas- it's football, I, there's you don't nothing. Think about Marquette, Marquette doesn't, doesn't have football, football so, so yeah. I never think of it there. And then in basketball, they're in different conferences, so they don't play. Why yeah. would they be... I just didn't know that. Yeah. Maybe maybe I'm stupid. Maybe I, mean, I, yeah, I missed I, I the think, point. I don't but know I, how big it necessarily is, but yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't know they were a huge rivalry. But it's right. I mean, the, Marcus, Howard, Marcus Howard will still... I He'll probably believe. average like 25, 26 a game. He's coming back. Um, he must have got says, no love. They, yeah, I mean, seriously. Like, not even test it. Like, the fact that Kyle he Guy and Diakite right are testing the waters. Yeah. And he doesn't even want the feedback. He's like, I'll come back. Yeah. But, I mean, it's interesting. I, it, I, it, it really, I really wish I could dive deeper into why they want to leave. Um, especially to sit one to play one. Yeah. But yeah. it is what it is. Number three is Kentucky. They, uh, you know, they're, they, they don't lost. get – they They've don't lost, get yeah. transfers a lot, um, but when they do, they certainly usually don't come from Bucknell, and they have a Bucknell transfer coming in. Shout out to – you could guess his name. His name's Nate. Yep. Not a shocker. <laughs> um, so that's an interesting one. But they're still up in the air on who they're going to lose. So They've again, officially Kentucky lost Hero and Keldon Johnson. They both and said they're, they're not coming back. And they're waiting on PJ. PJ, I think, maybe is gone too. But he has a measure. Reed Travis, they lost. They'll bring back Higgins and Nick Richards and EJ Montgomery, which and, is, I mean, it's And they're going to have a good. bunch of – Tyrese Maxey's a stud. Yeah. Tyrese Maxey, I think, is going to be very – like, that's going to be an upgrade for them. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it's – I yeah. guess it's a top five team. Yeah. Yeah, we'll they see them. Your boys next. Um, they have Virginia at four. They lost – obviously, they lose Jack Salt. Ty and – Ty, Jerome, and DeAndre Hunter are officially gone. Um, Kyle Guy, so he's testing the waters, but he's going to be open, which I, I kind of see him coming back. The only thing I see him leaving is, like, he's, he's played the whole career with his boys yeah. and, like, maybe doesn't want to do it. But um, it could be his time to shine and go after ACC Player of the Year, whatever it may be. Mami Diakite declared as well, which is kind of surprising, but um, he's got a lot of upside, so I think he wants to get evaluated. Uh, if not, I mean, they bring back – Kihei, they bring back Mamadi, they bring back Braxton Key. Who is there? Re- Surprisingly, I don't know if people even realize Braxton Key led the team in rebounding this year. Did not they didn't even that. start. Probably started like 10, 15 games. Um, finished, I think, with three hundred some rebounds, more than all those guys. Jay Huff's back, and then they bring in um, a couple of recruits. Casey Morsell's a big time guy for the, from Maryland. They'll bring in, but other than that, I mean, it's just going to be a Tony. But it's going to be. It's not. They're not going to be as offensively powered as they were this year. Yep, they'll they'll get back to playing defense. I mean, just looking at like it's Kihei Clark and Mami Diakite. You're not getting like 15 points from either of those guys. So yeah, I agree. It'll be interesting, um, but they'll be they'll be they'll be good. Yeah, uh, they won't be bad. At five, we got Villanova. They've you know the whole Big East had an interesting year, but Villanova was kind of a, a, a microcosm of that. Um, they have two good uh, players coming in. That he always has good players coming in, but. The interesting one is, and this isn't a surprise, is Quinterly transferring out, and we'll get to he the transfer never list either. Yeah, he just really couldn't do it. And now, if we, if you, if we, we really need to fam. examine transfer fam. Jelly Fam. Yeah, it's it's transfer, transfer Fam, bro. Yeah. It's and transfer. I tell fam. my kids all the time, "Is like, look, man, I love the movement, I love the branding, I love the marketing. Start your own wave. That's awesome. But you also got to be able to play basketball." No, seriously. isn't that step one? And I'm not saying Javon can't yet. No, still remains to be seen. He could easily transfer. And, and he he's an interesting story. He was supposed level. to go to Arizona. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then the Sean Miller stuff happened. He decommitted. Yeah. He goes to Villanova. Um, and then so now I don't think it was like, ever a match made in heaven there. I think that was a quick decision. Like, you, they you come transfer. off a national championship. Yeah, like it's like let me so go, go to Villanova, Villanova. Yeah. and blah blah blah. So either way, um, you know, 
Villanova probably will win the Big East. They'll be favored to win the Big Brian East again next year. Brian Antoine's really, really good. The big, um, yes. Jeremiah Robinson will be good, too. And then but the, the whole will Big East will be better. Everyone will be better. Except for St. John's. And we'll get to that uh, later, too. Yeah. We'll definitely get to that later. Um, yeah, 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 Duke yeah, yeah. at number six. Obviously yeah. You lose you know, your you, three you biggest three guys. guys. Worse, three guys. Can, as you knew you yeah, were. Yeah, everyone has announced by now. Trey Jones coming back is massive. And he was really just nowhere to be found on any projection boards because he f- just can't shoot it. Now, he's actually really he, good in the mid-range. Coming in, I thought he was going to be a good shooter. He's really good in the mid-range. He just can't shoot threes, which, you know, I mean... You can't do that in the NBA. You really can't. That's why it's his tough. brother is just better. Um, but Trey's, I think, a better defender. Anyway, Duke's at six. They add Vernon Carey Jr. I can't wait to have a big guy they can actually throw it into and get some points from. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. What? What? Are you going to shit on Javin? I'm not, I'm here no, I'm that. not shitting on Javin. No, I think Vernon, I, I think Vernon Carey and Wendell Moore are both five stars. But I don't think they're close to the five stars that Zion and RJ and Cam. No, of course. So I that's one of the things. I think Vernon Carey, I see more as like it's hard for me. It's hard to say um, that Marvin Bagley was like a bust because he like won AC Player Balled of the Year. Like, oh, and, yeah, uh, what do you but, mean? but like I just don't. I don't know. Vernon Carey is like a weird. I, I think there are other bigs that are better than him. So it's it's a personal thing. But, but it's, he'll, they'll be he good can, as long as he can get points. Wendell Moore is solid. Yeah. Um, and but the biggest one, if they get Matthew Hurt, yes. Come on, and then, yeah. If they I think they're gonna hurt, get. Um, he, put, he commented on Trey Jones' post the other day when he said he's coming back. The whole thing. Either way, Duke will be good. All Matthew right, Hurt's list is like every. It's like literally just the blue blades: Kansas, Carolina, Duke. That's what um, I would do. Maybe it. one more, and then Minnesota. UCLA, oh no, in Minnesota. Yeah. Um, at seven, we got Michigan. Um, they had a fantastic. I mean. Not, I had them in my Final Four way back when, like in September. Yeah. Um, I was going to look like a genius, and then, you know, the tournament happened. Um, but interesting that they, they're this high. They, like, I, I guess I they're that high because they're probably rating them that high because Matthews and Brezdikas and those guys hadn't announced yet. Matthews is officially gone. Yep. Um, Poole, I don't think, has announced anything. Brezdikas says he's going too. Um, and it's so weird because now you used to be able to tell exactly if a guy was going or not because if they sign with an agent or not. Or you yeah. can tell if they're actually testing. But now they can sign with an yeah, agent. It's limbo. And still wait till a week after the draft combine, see if they come back. So the thing yeah. is, a lot of these guys though that are signed with agents aren't even gonna get to the draft combine. So it's like you get the you'll get the workouts, they'll get the evaluations, but some could come back earlier than you even think. So yeah. uh, Xavier Simpson, as great as he has, had a great season. I think they need more scoring out of a point guard. If they lose Matthews and, and Brezdikas, it's kind of tough. Like I think that I was talking to a Michigan fan the other day, um, and he was like, "Dude, we can't rely on a." A point guard whose best offensive move is just shooting hook shots. That's what I'm so. saying. You need a point guard to good score. That's I like Teske, though. I like Teske. Right. Uh, number eight, uh, we have – oh, man, number 10 is surprising. Number eight, we have Gonzaga. Um, I mean, they're just kind of like the run of the – they're always being the top Dude, ten at now this they're point. like recruiting really, 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 really well, like high-level guys. I know. I know. Um, Brandon Clark and Hamachura will be gone, and then they graduate Josh Perkins, but – North How about this, back. though? Killian Tilly should be back. For the first time since 2013, they actually are having a, someone on the staff is leaving. And really? it's 64-year-old. Hang on. Let me grab his name really quick. 64-year-old assistant Donnie Daniels is leaving Gonzaga to take – he's an assistant coach at Gonzaga. Leaving to take the director of basketball operations, which is a non-recruiting, non-coaching role at Utah. So he because he, to, he's like this is like his retirement. He game. wants to get out, he's but tired. he still wants to collect that paycheck. He's tired, but he needs he's a paycheck. T- Seriously, 
He's tired. No, seriously. I, like, that's it. Dude, Think that's why. That. If you, I don't know if you've seen this. Uh, Big has a, the, uh, He's tired, there's man. a 30, the 30 for 30 on, um, oh, shoot. Who is it that beat, uh, who beat Mike Tyson? Uh, which time? You, the first, the big, the biggest surprising one. Uh, this is a really bad look for the podcast. That's all right. Good radio. Um, it wasn't a Vander Holyfield. It was, uh, no. Buster Douglas. Oh, yeah. There's okay. a 30 for 30 on Buster Douglas. And <laughs> this is going to sound more, that his mom passed, Buster Douglas' mom passed away and he was, she was just tired. Oh, she was tired. Buster said that? <laughs> that his, the brother was just oh like, she was gosh, tired. She was and tired. Big Cat, that was his thing. He's like, when I die, he's like, they're saying, well, what happened to him? <laughs> I was tired. tired. <laughs> I was tired. So shout out to Donnie Daniels. Listen, and he's, he's still getting a paycheck. He's so. just going to go to, uh, yeah, collect. There, I'll, one name for you, keep an eye on this kid, freshman, I absolutely love, Drew Timmy. He's a kid from Texas, white kid, like 6'8", 6'9". Some of the best footwork I've seen out of a high school post player in like a long time. He's going to be really, 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 really solid. Like just very, 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 very solid. Fits perfectly into their mold. Um, and I think they got a 2020 kid today, like a four-star, five-star kid today. So like Mark Few, man. Shout he out to Mark Few. Keep it, keep it rolling. Yeah. I mean, they'll, go, I, they'll probably lose two or three games next year, if that. And then we'll be in the same yeah, discussion. We'll be in the, we'll be in we'll the same, be in the same discussion. discussion. Where so. do you put where do you put them in your uh, in your bracket? Number nine, we got Maryland. Uh, they were just kind of waiting on their two bigs to announce. They are getting uh, Jalen Smith back, and they're kind of waiting to see um, uh, Fernando. I don't know if he's announced yet or not, but yeah. um, so we'll see. They'll be good. Uh, obviously, they bring in. They're um, good. They're good. I just don't trust the team coached by Mark Turgeon. Oh, man. Mediocre Mark. Man. They do have a top 100 center Mediocre coming Mark. in, Makai Mitchell, so that'll help either way, even if they're losing a big. So I mean, it'll be good. And I, yeah. And then after them, another Big Ten. We've got a lot of Big Ten. We got this will be our I fourth know. Big Ten team in the top ten of ESPN's present is Ohio State. I know. Um, so they shout out to the Wesson brothers, CJ Jackson, CJ Jackson, Keyshawn Woods. Um, they got a five-star point guard, a couple four-star forwards. Um, the Wesson brothers, Luther Muhammad, like. Yeah. They got a solid crew coming back. They do. Like, Holman, I mean, dude, Holman's taking this job by the reins. Like, he's recruited well. He's won now last year. That's a good point. He won without, I would say, without talent. Yeah, he's overachieved already. Now he's getting big time talent in. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll run through the next ones. We don't even need to talk about them. That's the top 10. We got Oregon, Seton Hall, Kansas, Texas Tech drops. They lose a lot. Louisville, Washington, Arizona, Utah State, Florida. Houston, St. Mary's, Auburn, North Carolina. Love to see North Carolina at 23. Uh, Memphis and Tennessee. So not too many. Actually, like zero surprises I'll bring here. St. Mary's yeah. is the, the ones I the pick only. out. Oregon, I think. Oregon with Peyton Pritchard back is awesome. Yeah. Kenny Wooten and Lewis King coming back is the biggest things for them. But then Louisville's got a heck of a class. When you're talking about another guy that's hit the ground running. Crush, Chris man. Mack has come in. They've Crush got, I think, five kids. I think they're all like four stars or four or five or, all, or five stars. Um, Auburn. And then the biggest one, and it might hurt you to say this, I think Monday will change everything if it happens. North Carolina Tar Heels are at number 23. If they get Cole Anthony... Uh, yeah. They'll bounce and they'll go in the top. So Cole Anthony is announcing on Monday. It's He's between North Carolina, Georgetown, Notre Dame, and Oregon. All right, let's text our Georgetown Connect. Um, my thought process all along has been North Carolina. Yeah, I um, think so too. I think so too. I think it makes the most sense. He wants to win. He wants the, the ball. He wants to be ball dominant, whatever it is. Um, he, he, I, I think if they get him, they move in the top 10. 
And then, as we said, too, Matthew Hurt is also considering them. Come on, Matthew. Um, if Matthew Hurt goes, then I put him top five. Yeah. That can't so. happen. Memphis to, Memphis is there. Memphis, obviously, they've got all the Memphis kids coming in. James White, the number one recruit in the country. Um, Precious Achu is the other big one. Precious could go to UNC. So Aye. there's still some unsigned guys out there that are going to make a big difference yeah. with a lot of these teams. So no doubt. Um, it'll be interesting to see. And then uh, kind of go from there. All right, well, let's jump into um, someone who's not even sniffing the top 25. They will be in our bottom 25, unfortunately. St. John's University. The rest. Uh, Micropoli. The once proud program. The once proud program. Micropoli, um, if you don't know who he is, he's obviously an alum of St. John's. He sold vitamin water to Coca-Cola for, you know, a kajillion. And, and now his body armor. Body, yeah. yeah, I mean. Which is, I like, mean, just going to take out vitamin water. Yeah, and, <laughs> and like you know what I loved is that he uh, threw shade at um Gatorade while he was talking to Francesa. Oh, yeah. I love that. Big time um, horse guy too. He's yeah, got like he's from he's, Bayside, I think maybe. He's, so he's like a Queens guy. He's got horses yeah. that run all the time at uh, at Belmont. Yeah, dude's loaded. Yeah, like, yeah that's your check. That's your stu- checkbook. Stupid money. Stupid money. Fake money. Yep. So he goes on, um, you know, Francesa's show and basically has one of the. I mean. I'm envious of the way he can rant. I, I dream about ranting like he did. Um, goes off on St. John's. Goes off on the president. He he still has love for the AD. The AD is new, relatively new. Mike Craig, Mike Craig. he came from Duke. He goes into all of that. Go get Hurley. I'll pay the president to leave. You know, he's crushing the senior leadership, all this stuff. And, you know, I don't think he's wrong in anything that he said. Um, it's pretty refreshing to hear someone of that caliber you know, yeah. career-wise, come out and say things like that. Um, I mean, what do you – is Will anything – he basically said, I'll give – I will pay the president to leave and I'll give him till Friday to resign. So he said – gave him like an ultimatum. Not that the president's like listening or, you know, whatever, and he doesn't need to go anywhere. Um, but his name's Conrado Bobby Gempasaw. You know, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah. But here's the only reason you can't trust this guy. He was an AD at Miami of Ohio. Oh, not an AD. Tough. He was a he was a, he worked some. He, oh, let me see what he was tough. at Miami of Ohio. That's Executive tough. vice president for academic affairs. That's tough. You know, you got to let him go. That's you know, really that's tough. how you know. That's um, how you know. I mean, at the end of the day, I think St. John's should be able to win. Oh. you've got you're in the Big East, which is winnable. Yep. You've got. I mean, look what Villanova's done. Yep. You've got the Garden. You've got the New York kids. You've got like the. I don't see the, the resources. History. I mean. No, there the resources are, are, are not there. The resources the, are not the there. The Carnesec Arena stinks. Not that they play there every time, but the, the they you have just to, redid the yeah. locker rooms. Yeah. He talked about that. Just redid them. You like, have to shield kids, I think, also from like when you're coming on your visit. Like, I don't know if you want to see like take kids like on a home game at Carnesec. You have to no, be you like gotta go to MSG. MSG, and you got to keep them in New York and think yep. that's what campus is about, and then like. So there are pluses and minuses, but it's a historic program, yep. and you should be able to get a good coach. Like you should. There's no doubt in my mind when, obviously, there's multiple people who have turned the job down. Which is when the Iona head coach turns down St. John's. There's something wrong. And and Rapoli talks Iona, about it too. And he's like, it's not un- even Fordham, I not know. even Hofstra. Iona. They were it's, a 16 seed. It's one thing to be, you know an embarrassment in New York or an embarrassment in your in your local community. Now, you know, Rapoli says we're an embarrassment across the whole country. Like, we can't even get Loyola Chicago's coach. You Dude. can't get that guy and to come. I Are thought I said immediately when, uh, when Mullen stepped down, I said, watch, it's going to be Bobby Hurley. And I get Arizona State ponied up 
and he likes it out there, okay, that's fine. Yes. You didn't get Bobby Hurley. Like, outside of giving him like five million a year, like, I understand. If he really, if Arizona State has the resources and he's happy there, fine. It, it, that probably should have been the play. But you shouldn't be, have to go from Bobby Hurley as your top choice down to, and no, I love Paul Hewitt. But like Paul Hewitt hasn't coached in three, four years. Frank like Hate's name Frank, is getting in the mix. The na- some of the names that are coming are up are wild. I, honestly, at this point, some of the like their retread type hires that they're bringing up with these names, I almost like just get a young, energetic just, assistant, yeah. like the opposite, a guy that knows the game that can recruit, will work his ass off. The opposite of Chris Mullen, and like Chris Mullen did as much as he could with putting as little effort in as possible. If you just watch <laughs> their games, like you can he tell, did. like. He he's not coaching much. the team. He's no. put. He's sitting back. I, I went to the game with my wife, and she was literally like, "Is there something wrong with his there's, health?" Because he's leaning on the scores table the whole time, like he was in practice. There's a video of him in a huddle tying his shoes. He and he doesn't say anything for the whole huddle, and the assistant's coach, and that's it. I, I mean, either again, like he had to go through two ads in his four. That's wild. Like the whole, just everything at this point. Like Rapoli's right. Like it comes from the top. Everything stems from the top. And you know, if if you can't figure out how to be a good basketball program in the still the mecca of basketball, I think there's something wrong. One of the biggest takeaways from this, and I learned even with like Ohio and Ohio is going through their coaching yes. searches. A lot of people don't realize how much weight the president has on a situation. Huge. So Huge. the president's not a big athletics guy and they said, hey, I want you to trim down your friends with her. Hey, like I'm not on board with this. Or yeah. hey, I like that's like the executive power at the top. Like they can come over the top and, and like say nope. Either yeah. And that's what he's saying is happening to Mike Craig. Like Mike Craig is trying to make things happen or trying to hire these people and he's basically just getting told no, whether it's the board of trustees or the president or both. Either way, at, for, first of all, you're missing – You know, we all talk about how bad the transfer portal is, and it is what it is right now, but you better go get some freaking transfers. St. John's is, is has like five, six scholarship players on their roster right now. You lose every – It's I, a disaster. Yeah. Justin, Justin, Justin – Like Mustafa Heron just transferred away from Auburn, who just went to – and to St. John's. Auburn's now coming off a of Final Four, and Mustafa Heron's sitting here like – What? Am, yeah. Damn. Yeah. All right. Damn. While we're on the topic of coaches, we've yeah. got to update the coaching list because there's been some interesting ones. Yeah, for sure. So uh, we'll run through this relatively quick, but we'll go through the power conferences first. So uh, Alabama, you know, they get rid of Avery Johnson and Nate Oates from Buffalo comes in. Great hire. Happy with that, right? Happy with hire, just a weird fit, like, geographically. Because yeah, he's a Mich- sure. Michigan guy, coaching high school forever, met Buffalo. Um, but he, he's, I think he's kept some of their talented guys. Yeah. Um, I think he's gotten even a couple commits, too. Um, guy, if the talent's there. They can he can win. Um, so I'm not gonna knock it. I, I it was like it. it was out. I would say it's an outside. I was thinking outside the box hire, but I thought they would have gone a different direction. Um, yeah. but good for them. Yeah, and he's not gonna be a guy to step on Nick Saban's toes either. He doesn't need the spotlight. No, not so, at all. Uh, Arkansas, uh, they get rid of Mike Anderson and bring in Nevada, Nevada Eric Musselman. Um, you know, Musselman's one of those guys who like, let you know. I let's say I have. 20 let's say i have 30 college coaches in my phone if i asked all 30 i'd get 15 that hated him and 15 that loved him yeah he's a very polarizing incredibly polarizing i've never met him don't know he had to he had to make a move this year because like like what he said they lost everybody yeah he he survived on grad transfers and they lost everybody caroline twins the trans the the one five-star kid he had last year um is transferring now so like Cupboard is going to be bare um, yep. in Nevada, and we'll get to that. When it, but yep. um, 
Uh, next one would be California. They get rid of Viking Jones and bring in Mark Fox, the you know old Georgia coach. Interesting one there. Um, you know, we'll see. I guess I, I don't really. Mark have, Fox was successful. In yeah, Dallas. he was. So he was like a West Coast guy that yeah. was like in a weird position at Georgia, which is almost like now he's coming. Now back, it's I like guess. the okay. Muscleman is like Muscleman's good in Nevada and went to. Yeah, now it's going to Arkansas. Arkansas. It's like that. So maybe, who knows, maybe come back on West Coast. Cal's like, Cal, you should be able to win, man. Pac-12's weird. I know. Pac-12's really weird. Cincinnati, obviously, Mick Cronin takes UCLA, and they promote the... Uh, no, they did not promote. John they hired Brandon. the North, North Oh, Kentucky yeah, Northern coach. Kentucky, yeah. John, I think a yeah, lot of people yeah. wanted to promote Darren yeah, Zanino, yeah, yeah. which just now on Twitter I saw it was right. promoted associate head coach at UCLA. So he is following. So Savino is nah, now going right. to go with... Um, with uh, <clears throat> excuse me. What? To Cronin? Yeah, he's going with Cronin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. I mean, he's done a really good job at NKU. Took him from, like, D2 to D1, I think. They've gone to a couple tournaments now. Yeah, they were in the A-Sun. Literally right across the river. Like, right across the river. So, so next one would be George Washington. You know, this one is somewhat close to home. Obviously, Carm gets the Sienna job because Jamie and Christian leave Sienna to go back to GW. Maurice Joseph gets somewhat of a tough deal. Only three years there, but... um, I like the Jamie and Christian hire, so yeah. we'll see. Uh, Nebraska, um, Tim Miles had like the greatest ending to a coaching, uh, a, just a now coaching career. I'm sure he'll get back, but he uh, I'm going to go have a couple beers and hang out with my dog. Nebraska, Tim Miles is the out. The other thing, too, we didn't touch in. on before, <laughs> Tim Miles, there's a video of him like leaving the facility when he was like, I don't want to uh, – They basically, they hadn't made a decision yet. Nebraska AD was just like twiddling his thumbs, whatever, and everyone's – all the camera people are like waiting outside, and he's like driving away – and he stops like, wait, you guys need me to get that shot again? Like, and so he literally like turns the car. He's like, I'll go slower. And so he like drives basically because he's like, he, he's, he was having fun with it. He yeah, was like, I know. I like the, him from afar. Yeah, yeah it's easy so to have fun like, when you're getting you paid. You guys need your of shot. You guys need, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's making money. Not so. bad. Um, who we got? Oh, obviously, uh, Nevada, Eric Musselman's out. They bring in um, Steve Alford, who gets a 10-year deal. Which he got 10 years? Wild. Man. He got 10 years? 10 dude. years. Nevada was sick of being... Like four year, four year, four year, four. They're kind of like the stepping stone for everybody. Yeah, I think they're. I mean, he's gonna have to. He's have to find a way to <coughs> to fill the cupboard there because it is bare. Yep. Uh, St. Joseph's longtime head coach Phil Martelli is out. People were unhappy about that, and they uh, bring in another Philly guy. He's been uh, at Villanova. He was most recently with the uh, 76ers, Billy Lang. I'm pretty sure that's yeah correct. The Sixers. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I like that one. I mean, good for Billy, but tough for Phil. Um, obviously St. John's remains to be seen. TBD. Yep. Uh, Temple, Fran Dunphy, um, an, uh, Aaron McKee. Again. And that was, that was the side before the season. It was like, all right, yeah. trans, trans. another so. longtime Philly guy. Uh, Fran's awesome. Um, good luck to Aaron. Texas A&M, the big one. Billy Kennedy's out. Buzz Williams steps in. It was like, um, this was like decided like a, over a year ago. Yeah. So but one thing that's going to be interesting for me, and we'll get this with like the transfer list is, um, Kerry Blackshear, they're saying, might just follow him to Texas A&M for his grad transfer year. Yeah, I saw that he was Like, leaving. how, like, and I that's, know. is Buzz looked as, like, a bad Wasabiti's guy leaving for doing too, that? From like, they actually, they everybody. have, like, three, four They lose everybody. Yeah. The, they're losing everybody. Um, Tough. Kill Alexander Walker is going to transfer. No, you're not a bad guy for that, no. But, like, yeah, if you follow your coach to your fifth year, yeah, it's like, um, he's, a good play, he's a good player, so. Uh, Tulane, just a tough place to win, man. Mike Dunleavy yeah, Sr. Um, gets fired. They bring in Georgia State, Ron Hunter. 
I deserved mean, it. You know, a very deserved a better a, job. It's somewhat a tough of a, job, but somewhat yeah. of a jump. It's a better than Georgia State, but it's yeah. Yeah, man, tough. Uh, UCLA, obviously, we already talked about Steve Alford and Mick Cronin. Uh, UNLV. This one was a very weird one. People were not particularly, uh, not necessarily unhappy or happy, but surprised that Marvin Menzies got fired just because I think they were on the cusp of, of winning next year. They bring in TJ Otzelberger. I don't. Yeah. I think we talked from? about this in the last episode. Maybe it was South did. Dakota State. Because oh, I yeah, said, yeah, yeah you're in. I, right. say, I mean, yeah, you're right. I don't know. I, I thought UNLV – the, the saddest part for UNLV is, and no disrespect to Marvin Menzies, but they had hired Chris Beard, and then he was on the job for like so two tough. weeks, and then so Texas tough. Tech opens, and he was like, guys, I'm really sorry. I just really want to take this job tough. instead. And so, I mean, tough. they it could be – yeah, I mean, now you're – Chris Beard's in the final national championship game. Yeah. UNLV is finding a new coach. Everybody, so it's like, everybody say it with me. You hate to, to see, see it. it. You just do. Uh, oh, Vander- be- before we get to Vanderbilt, there's a mid-major in between there. All right. Utah Valley hired Mark Madsen. If you, you don't oh recognize Mark God. Madsen, like dancing, Los Angeles yes. white dude dancing on stage with Shaquille O'Neal and Nuts. Kobe Bryant, early 2000, Los yeah. Angeles Laker, Mark Madsen. Wow. All new right. head coach at Utah Valley. So right, just Mark wanted to point that out because I remember him dancing. If you watch, pull up that video, put a yeah. smile on your face. Fantastic. Um, Vanderbilt, Bryce Drew is out, and Jerry Stackhouse is in. Um, interesting hire. Yep, interesting hire. Wish him the uh, AD, the AD is brand new. So the AD came in, fired Bryce Drew like immediately, um, and then he, I think the AD came from the G League. He was like the head of the G League. Hires so Jerry Stackhouse, yeah. is the NBA. He's like, all right, yeah. I'm bringing. And that's like the definition of like. This guy's guy. gonna do like I got my guy. he's like I'm gonna do where I like I'm gonna go with what I came from yep. and apparently I read today Jerry Stackhouse is high. there was a the only female assistant in the G League he is going to hire her onto his staff not not into an assistant role I believe because there has not been there have been multiple female director of ops um, but there has not been an assistant yet she I think is starting in an ops role or a special assistant role um, but Jerry Stackhouse. Um, Changing the game, yeah. Virginia Tech, um, yeah. So Virginia Tech, obviously, we talked about this. Buzz Williams uh, is out, and they uh, bring on Mike Young. Wofford, who's at Wofford forever. Yeah, I was just looking at who he um, hired. So he hired so he kept his, Christian Webster on, which is big. I yeah. think Christian Webster is Webster. If you if you know like the coaching game, he's one of the, like the I say the rising stars, but he's very well respected. He's like played at Harvard, was immediately like jumped in like an assistant role. He's been I think Harvard, UCF, Virginia Tech. So I think keeping him some solid continuity, um, and then you hired was it yeah Chester Frazier and Antoine Jackson yeah so Kansas Chester, State and Cincinnati yeah. guys so all right you know so they, they they got some some at least like brand name guys in there which is good uh, last uh, high major one we'll go over is Washington State Ernie Kent is out and Kyle Smith is in Kyle Smith has had an interesting career Columbia to San no yeah San Francisco San Francisco I think. and then to Washington, to State. Washington State arguably Wild. the hardest job in the Power Five. But Tony yeah. Bennett did it, so. Um, only The only two I want to highlight here on kind of the mid-major to low-major front is Fairfield, um, Sidney Johnson, uh, friend of the pod, hasn't been on, but friend of the pod. Um, he had a long run at Fairfield and not crazy success, eight years, and they bring in Jay Young, an assistant at Rutgers. Um, Jay Young's a great dude, so um, good luck for him. And then uh, the other one was obviously Ohio. We've talked about this in other pods, but South Phillips out. I think we've talked about we it. we talked about it, yeah. And Jeff, and and Jeff, Jeff Bowles. Bowles he's already, he's so now come he's, on, Jeffy. They lost a lot of recruits. Oh, they've already transferred, but they've already signed like four kids, and I think I they still have like three open scholarships. So 
He's hit the ground running. Um, the other one I will point out, uh, Patrick Beeline, getting his first Division One coaching job wow. in Niagara. Everyone kind of saw that coming for a while. He's yeah. been um, the D2, D3 level, um, but he's at Niagara. Yeah. Um, other than that, the last one I'll tell you is uh, Greg Gary at Mercer. Um, he is essentially the offensive coordinator at Purdue. Um, watching him play Virginia and and seeing really paying attention to the stuff they run – I honestly have never been more impressed with Purdue, the actions, the handoffs, the counters, everything they run. Um, and so Mercer is going to be a fun team to watch. Like Mercer yeah. is going to like, especially at that level, yeah. if you can get kids He's to essentially to tough, buy yeah. and run some real stuff, like Mercer is already a good program. Like now I don't, I didn't know Greg Gary really was until I actually started paying attention. Um, Greg Gary. Dude, He's shout out Billy O. He showed us a picture one day of like the Purdue like scout um, sports tech like what call it the window. Yes. Holy God. Unbelievable. It was it was totally full for people that don't know what the hell hell we're talking about. It's basically what teams use to scout other teams, and um, this entire like window of what they use to navigate and, and label all the plays was just wild so it's unbelievable to your it's point like he, own terminology yeah, own yeah. Sets. they have yeah. a counter to a counter to a counter like anything yeah. they run it once it stopped they run a counter it, it, it's yeah. it's unbelievable yeah and um, then it also it helps if you have carson edwards that can just can't miss too yeah that, that was uh carson edwards that was probably the best performance makes individual up. that might have been the best individual performance i've ever seen in a basketball game that Jeez. like didn't end up winning i know, I know. 42 against virginia it's like Dropping like 60. I know, because it's dropping like 80. Um, All right, well, that's it for this pod. Um, We'll definitely be back probably with Ed Isaacson again to kind of break down the NBA draft. Uh, More basketball random stuff, but um, Ian, this is his favorite pod that he's probably ever recorded because he is a national champion. Um, But until then, hit us up on Twitter, hit us up on Instagram, all that good stuff. Um, We'll see you next time. Keep the ball bouncing. Deuces. Lately I've been feeling like this is what I've been working towards. If you ain't trying to be the boss and tell me what you're working for. Certain doors are closed, but now they opening up. Celebrating with some shots, maybe poke on a cup. Pull, slush, rust, souls up next. And I got this. Crazy like Britney and the love so toxic. Got a wall up, I'm trying to infiltrate a conscious. Taking 12 shots like where the cops is. Come on.